Welcome to the Choose You Netcast. This is Jim Langlois with the word from Joshua 24, 15. Choose you this day whom you will serve, but as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. It's my prayer that this netcast will encourage and cheer you on as we join forces to draw the line in the sand, defending our faith and our households in the resurrection power of Jesus. Join me each weekday as we dig deeply into God's amazing word and bring up the rich treasures of his blessings. Are you ready? Choose you this day whom you will serve. But as for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house. I said, choose you this day whom you will serve. But as for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house. Good morning, NetWorld, and thank you for tuning in. We're starting a brand new series today. I called it Living in a Fast-Paced, Bite-Sized World. Let me say that again. Living in a Fast-Paced, Bite-Sized World. And reading from the book of Psalms, chapter 1, verses 1 through 6. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law he meditates day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in its season, whose leaf also shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. The ungodly are not so, but are like chaff which the wind drives away. Therefore the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. In today's society, everybody's vying for your attention. The information age has almost taken over our lives minute by minute, actually second by second. Now with instant messaging, we can have many texts, emails, phone calls, phone messages, alerts, reminders, updates, Facebook status updates, Facebook Messenger messages, Pinterests, news updates, LinkedIn's, Redbox deals, Perk Connect deals, tweets, FaceTimes, blog posts every second. And the list is growing every day. I know because I send them every day. A day or so ago, I wanted to find a message I read and I could not remember what platform it came in and couldn't find it. One thing I know for sure, it most likely did not come in the mail. Now we call that snail mail. I've heard that some people set their alarms for the middle of the night so they can check to see if they received any messages. Well, I believe there's an addiction that is trying to take us over. Can we actually put the phone on airplane mode and not feel as though we will miss some kind of life-threatening message we need to hear? Today you look around and people are not looking at each other. Their heads are at about a 34-degree downward tilt glued to their phone. How do I know? Because I have to take my head and lift it up about 35 degrees to see everyone else glued to their own phone. It's quickly becoming 24 and 7. Well, I'm concerned for myself and others. To me, somehow, God's kingdom does not seem to move as fast as my cell phone. Just looking at the book, being the Bible, it's not fast-paced or bite-sized. Instead, it seems that Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, which is patience, kindness, 
goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control are slow in comparison. Noah took him a hundred years to build the ark. Abraham believed God for 25 years, standing in faith for Isaac. The disciples, living their whole life, and Jesus had not yet returned. When is he coming? Now there's a pattern to the parable of the sower, and it goes from fast to slow. The wayside, let's keep moving. We have no time to walk away from the fast-paced, smooth road. Besides, when we do, it gets rocky. I don't want to dirty my shoes. And if we go further, there are difficulties. We're getting away from the path everyone is on. Look at those thorns. Way too much trouble. My pants might get torn. I have a picture in front of me I want to describe to you. It's a picture with four sections. And it explains the parable of the sower. The left section is like a highway road. It's called the wayside. It's got lines on both sides and a dotted line in the middle. You stay on the right side while you're going forward. And the other people stay on the left side while they're going forward. And then there's the stony ground. It's kind of like a road, but it's full of rocks. And then there's the field with thorns, very hard to walk through, but you can if you try. And then there's the good ground, which is full of wheat, and it's a beautiful field. You see, there's a pattern to the parable of the sower. It actually goes from fast to slow. Like the wayside, you can keep moving pretty fast. It's hard, smooth road. And we have no time to walk away from the fast-paced, smooth road. Besides, when we do, it starts getting rocky, and we have to slow down. I don't want to dirty my shoes, and if we go further, there are difficulties. And we're getting away from the path that everyone is on. Look at the thorns. Way too much trouble. My pants might get torn. But then, look at that beautiful field. That shouldn't be a problem. But you want me to do what? Till the ground? Plant a seed? Sit and wait? You want me to water it? Tell me, just how much work and how much time and how long is this going to take? Really? I think I'll just stay on the fast road, and when I get to the big city, I'll buy what I need already in a pretty package ready to eat. I have too much to do, too many messages and posts to read and answer. Well, I've been saved for 36 years. For me, I've decided I want more of God, not less. However, to take time for reading the Bible and spend some time in prayer becomes more challenging year by year. And current wisdom for church growth is the shorter the service, the more you will grow. Why is that? Because we live in a fast-paced, bite-sized world. Even this radio program. I know very well I'm going against the tide by talking for 15 whole minutes. Some people think that's too long, too. That's why we have Twitter, 140 characters. Quick doesn't take any time. And I know that having a church service longer than an hour and a half is not the suggested pattern. Well, trust me, I'm not being critical or judgmental in any way. People are all at different levels, and to reach people, there needs to be different approaches. But for me, I want more of God. Personally, I want more Bible, more church, more praise and worship, more prayer, more preaching, more teaching. I want to get off the road, being the wayside, I want to get past the rocks, being the stony ground. I want to get through the thorns, those sharp stabbing problems keeping me away from the blessing. And I want to get to that field. I want to sow seed and be a tree planted by the rivers of water. I want to bear fruit in season. I want to be strong and prosper in the things of God. Uh Uh-oh, this might take some time. Maybe I need to turn my phone off. 
Listen to the book of Luke, chapter 8, verses 14 through 15. Now the ones that fell among thorns are those who, when they have heard, go out and are choked with cares, riches, and pleasures of life and bring no fruit to maturity. But the ones that fell on the good ground are those who, having heard the word with a noble and good heart, keep it and bear fruit with patience. Let me read our text scripture again from Psalm chapter 1, verses 1 through 3. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he meditates day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bring forth its fruit in its season, whose leaf also shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. You see, what we need to do is get through from the wayside, through the rocks, through the thorns, and get to the field. The parable of the sower is mentioned in three Gospels, Matthew chapter 13, Mark chapter 4, and Luke chapter 8. Many Bibles have pericopes, or subtitles, for passages of Scripture to help explain what you're about to read. Not all Bible versions have pericopes, but when they do, it's worth paying attention to them and comparing them. Most versions that have these subtitles call this passage the parable of the sower. However, I particularly like the pericope in the New King James Version. It says the parable of the soils. And we'll read Luke's version. It begins at verse 4, but we'll start at verse 11. The parable of the soils. Luke chapter 8, verses 11 through 15. Now the parable is this. The seed is the word of God. Those by the wayside are the ones who hear. Then the devil comes and takes away the word out of their hearts, lest they should believe and be saved. But the ones on the rock are those who, when they hear, receive the word with joy. And these have no root who believe for a while and in time of temptation fall away. Now the ones that fell among thorns are those who, when they have heard, go out and are choked with cares, riches, and pleasures of life, and bring no fruit to maturity. But the ones that fell on the good ground are those who, having heard the word with a noble and a good heart, keep it and bear fruit with patience. It's evident the ground is our heart, and there are four conditions of our heart, being the ground, that directly impact the fruit that is produced. Notice the last word mentioned in Luke's writing is patience. Oh my, there's that word again. It directly opposes our fast-paced, bite-sized world. I want it now. I do not have time to either work for it or wait for it. Not only will there be some effort involved, but there's waiting involved too. Both the effort and the waiting take faith. And this brings us to another pericope for another parable. It's called the parable of the growing seed. Mark chapter 4, verses 26 through 29 and he said, The kingdom of God is as if a man should scatter seed on the ground, and he should sleep by night and rise by day, and the seed should sprout and grow. He himself does not know how. For the earth yields crops by itself, first the blade, then the head, and after that the full grain in the head. But when the grain ripens, immediately he puts in the sickle, because the harvest has come. Sleep and rise? Yes, at times that's all a farmer is to do. But he does it with expectation. And Luke tells us the seed is the word of God. Listen to this in chapter 8, verse 11. It says, now the parable is this. The seed is the word of God. 
Obviously, this parable is about the word of God being planted in our heart. How? By the hearing of God's word. And Paul confirms this truth in his letter to the Romans when he said in chapter 10, verse 17, so then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And not just hearing once, but hearing and hearing. I like to say it this way, by hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing. You get my point. I heard someone say, I've read the Bible. Why should I read it again? And my answer was, where is your faith? You see, farmers know the more seed you plant, the more crops you reap. They also know about the importance of the soil. The hard ground, being the wayside, needs to be broken up. And the rocks in the stony ground need to be removed. And anything limiting growth above the ground, thorns, bushes, garbage, etc., needs to be cleared away. This will take time. It's called preparation. The parable of the soils is about taking time to prepare our heart. It does not happen automatically. It comes by making decisions and taking the time and effort to do so. Well, once again, our time is up. See you tomorrow, same time, same channel. I call you blessed. You have been listening to the Choose You Netcast with Jim Langlois. If you have enjoyed this program, you can find out more about Jim Langlois Ministries on the Master's House website at tmhnow.org. That's tmhnow.org. On the media tab, you can listen to many more messages, subscribe to my daily devotional emails, and follow the link to my blog site. If you'd like to write me or become a financial partner with this ministry, my address is The Master's House, Post Office Box 1568, Mechanicsville, Virginia, 23116. That's The Master's House, Post Office Box 1568, Mechanicsville, Virginia, 23116. Online donations can also be made at tmhnow.org, and my email address is pastorjim at tmhnow.org. This is Jim Langlois saying be blessed, you and your whole household. Until next time. Choose you this day, but that's for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house.